Hello and welcome to the Feeling Good Podcast. I am your host, Fabrice Nye, and joining me here in the Murrieta Studios is Dr. David Burns. Hi, David. Hi, Fabrice. Dr. David Burns has been a pioneer in the development of cognitive therapy, and he is the creator of the new team therapy. He is the author of Feeling Good, which has sold over 5 million copies in the United States and has been translated into over 20 languages. He is an emeritus adjunct clinical professor of psychiatry at the Stanford University School of Medicine. Welcome to episode 73 of the Feeling Good podcast. And uh, today we have another of the popular Ask David. I'm asking you, David, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing good, and I want to tell everyone <laughs> that I'm welcoming uh, uh, Fabrice back from... Uh, we haven't gotten together for about three or four or five weeks. You have, yeah, well, uh, of course, people don't know that because they've been getting the episodes uh, every every uh, you know, Monday morning Absolutely. all fresh. But we, we recorded a bunch before I, I left for a trip. Yeah, but it was... Uh, Fabrice, I understand you had several fabulous weeks in New Zealand and uh, wonderful adventures there, and it's just great to great to see you again. Yeah, it was terrific. So um, while I was gone, uh, a lot of our um, podcast on uh, the five secrets were being uh, published, and uh, we've gotten you've gotten a lot of uh, questions, very good questions from listeners about the five secrets. Oh, also, and let me say that our, our audience seems to be to be growing uh, and and please help us out by telling your friends if you like these podcasts and you have friends who are struggling with depression or anxiety or relationship issues uh, turn turn them on to the feeling good podcast i know my my tuesday training group at stanford had the largest attendance this last week we've yeah. ever had it's usually fairly small but we had you know 40 folks there for the two and a half hours and many of them were newbies, newcomers, who came uh, because of the Feeling Good podcast. That's amazing. And uh, and I've been getting, you know, tons of emails. Sadly, if I'm slow getting back to any of you, I, I've been trying hard every day to catch up on emails, but I'm still like something like uh, 850 behind. And yeah. in a good day, I'll answer 30 and then 60 more come in or 100 more come in. So, But it's it's great to see all the enthusiasm of so many folks. You're going to need a secretary now. Yeah. That's Just right. to read your email. That's right. And I'll also say, that by way of preview, we're, today we're going to answer a number of the questions that came in based on the five secrets, the five weeks we have yes. on, on the five secrets. Uh, and then uh, we're, we're going to have five topics, five weeks, maybe a bit more on kind of, I'm not sure what I'll title it, but it'll be something like five secrets of happiness. And there'll be five specific things that you can do to, to lift your mood and, and to in, increase your, your joy and, and pleasure and satisfaction and in your in your daily living. And in one of those, uh, we'll be on, uh, we're going to find someone with an actual uh, relationship problem. One of those five things you can do to boost your mood is to improve a troubled relationship yeah. with, with, with someone. And we're going to try to find someone so we could do another live therapy broadcast but this this one on the issue of relationship problems so those are all things we're we're excited about and looking forward to we we've got you know tons of ideas uh, and uh, and just want to thank all of you for your warm and enthusiastic uh, participation yeah i'm looking forward to to that live session because uh, i've been uh, wanting to 
to do that kind of work on the air. Yeah. So, um, so let's move on yep. to uh, to the questions from our listeners. So here we have something from Ellie, uh, who says, uh, "Thank you a lot for your podcast. I tried the first homework yesterday, and so um, that was, I believe, on the disarming technique. And uh, you, you may uh, want to remind us what homework you you gave um, during that uh, podcast sure. episode. We we were asking actually for all five of the. Uh, of them to to do with, to try one of the five secrets right. with strangers one at a in, time, yeah. in kind of superficial situations, just get to get a feel for how that technique works and the disarming technique by definition is finding truth in someone, right. what someone is saying, and you can do it use it in a real conflict situation uh, when someone's criticizing you, and uh, where you have to combine it with the other five secrets to give a good natural effective mm-hmm. response. Yeah. But the assignment was just to do it with strangers. So if someone says something to you like uh, five, agree with five people every day about something, someone says something like, well, it's beautiful weather we're having, or like today they might say, oh gosh, it's a little uh, overcast here, uh, you know, a little, little raining. And you could say, yeah, and it's, uh, you're absolutely right. And it's, it's great. I hope we get more rain because of, We've had so much drought here in California. Right. I was kind of uh, overjoyed to see we got some rain last night. I sure hope it continues. Something like that, just right. so you can see this is what the disarming technique is. So that, so that was the assignment. And so here's what uh, Ellie says. Um, um, she says, or he says, um, uh, so I tried the, the first homework yesterday of this podcast with my brothers and my wife, which was to accept what the other person is saying. So each time they were saying something, I agreed with them, and I told them, you're right. Uh, they were frustrated of my way, and some of my brothers began laughing uh, at me. Um, one of them told me some naughty words, and then he said, well, show me how you will agree with that. Yeah. And uh, then my wife wanted to go to sleep as I was accepting all uh, she was saying, and she was frustrated. Uh, another example, let's say my manager told me it's not right what you did here, you should know this. Then if I agree with him here without giving the right argument and clarification, I'm sure he will escalate by telling the bigger manager. I told you know, I told Ely and he accepted and then he disappointed us. But if I defend myself with the right argument, he can't. So please give me your input um, on these previous points. It will be very important to me, so I will be on the right track in my practice to use these techniques. I think uh, Ely is uh, is a, a man. How is so, you know, Let me just spell here. E L I E. Oh yeah, Eli maybe. Eli uh, maybe yeah. Eli Ely. Well, thank you, Ely. I greatly appreciate your your question, and it raises a whole whole bunch of important points here. Um, the, the first thing is that um, to, to use the five secrets in an actual conflict situation, it, you re, it needs a lot of practice, and you have to be integrating all of the, all of the techniques. Uh, when you just use one technique in a kind of formulaic way, it will come across as very irritating and, and uh, abnormal to, right, of course. to the other person. The, the assignment I, I gave was kind of like practicing on the piano with, with, with exercises to, to learn how to play the different keys, like when you're first taking piano lessons. Uh, but, but 
then if you had to give a, a recital, uh, you know, an actual recital to show off your piano skills, and you just started hitting one key with one finger, the audience would get angry and sure. walk out. And that's a similar kind of thing that that, that happened here. Uh, and it sounds like uh, what what was irritating was that uh, uh, Illy was was uh, doing the same thing with the same person over and over. It's like you know enough already. Yeah, as exactly. opposed to practicing here and there with uh, with strangers. Uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And and so the, the the exercise with strangers is just here's what the disarming technique is. You can do yeah. that one day and. Or for a week, practice it, and here's what thought empathy is. Here's what feeling empathy is. So you got to feel for how the what the different techniques are, but then you need to learn to integrate them uh, kind of smoothly in a, in a genuine way. Uh, it, it's really uh, learning the five secrets and doing it in conflict situations is something that takes a tremendous amount of time. The the the, the results are fantastic in, in my experience. Uh, we had a, a fellow return to the Tuesday group, uh, who has been a long-time uh, member and uh, from an older gentleman, but he just loves the five secrets. He's actually not a mental health professional, but a health professional in a, in a medical area. Mm-hmm. And he's actually formed, formed a group with his friends that they practice the five, the five secrets. Oh, excellent. And he said he's been working at it for years now. And he's just now beginning to, to, to grasp it and to be able to implement it in a really, really skillful way. So one other important thing about your question here, uh, Eli and, or Eli, or Eli, and um, we'll mention it with some of the other questions too, is, is a great way to ask questions uh, about the five secrets is to write down one thing the other person said that, that didn't work well, and then write down exactly what you said next. And then if you send that to us, we can show you, and we'll, we can do this with one of the other uh, questions people wrote in, exactly why your response was, was not effective. Yeah. And then we can say, here's what you would need to do to make it more effective, and then we can role play yeah. it and, and kind that, of show you how to, how to do it. That's a really good point, because we, we work best in specificity. Yeah. And some people did send the actual text of what they said, what the other per- per- person said. And so that helps us really uh, give a much better response. The last thing I want to mention to Eli or uh, Ellie or whatever, however you pronounce your name, is uh, more power to you in giving it the try. And uh, I can, uh, I think in some of the previous podcasts, they've given examples when I was first learning it that yeah. fired no, tremendously, no. like the gas station story. And, 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 and so if you can have the idea of, of failing joyously, uh, that, then you can learn tremendously right. from, from your failures. But it, 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 it is a high art form and, and you, you should anticipate it. It'll take you a while. And one, one last thing. If you get my book, Feeling Good Together, and read it and do the written exercises, that, that will help you tremendously as, as well, if you really want to learn yeah, how to do this. that is definitely the, the manual for the five secrets. Yeah. Now, there was a, a, a follow-up question uh, in uh, Ely's um, um, email about uh, when the boss comes with a, with a compla- complaint and, uh, and if uh, he agrees with it uh, right away, 
what uh, without you know giving any uh, explanation yeah well again if if you use the five secrets in a clumsy way it will yeah. irritate the boss just as it irritated your wife but if you use the five secrets in a skillful way then you'll have your boss eating out of your hand and and once again if, if you give a specific example what did the boss say and what did you say next then then that then we can show you how yeah, to that, really uh, that, that'd turn be that around easier cuz um you know, we, maybe we can uh, do a hypothetical um, one. I would. Uh, I no? would say let's okay. let's wait till people okay. send All in right. their real okay. examples because right. we got a ton of fabulous. Yeah, no, you're right. Let, let's move on to the next one. So um, um, this one here is uh, from Jolie, and Julie, uh, Jolie, J O L I, J O A I, L I, L I. Oh, okay, yeah. And this, uh, this, is, this one's a zinger, by the way. Yeah, yeah. This this is uh, you know. Touching on on your continual uh, discrimination, uh, David. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Julie says, I'm very much enjoying and learning from this podcast. What is really troubling me is that every example that Dr. Burns gives is, as a, is of a female who is in the wrong, usually versus a male, her husband, who is right. Uh, this happens every episode. Sometimes it's just a female gone wrong, not versus anyone. I really wish he would mix this up. I get the feeling that he had a bad experience with females on this, uh, or this is a male chauvinist thing. Please not always women in the wrong. Uh, this really goes uh, along with the uh, current zeitgeist, I would say. Yes, right. Well, this is a tremendously important uh, email, uh, Julie, and, and I, I very much agree, agree with you. I probably had too many... Uh, women examples and need more men. I might find out we we just did a male example, mm -hmm. uh, and and whoever comes to me with an issue, that person I'll be showing them what they're doing wrong, what you're doing to perpetuate the problem. And if yeah. it's a man who comes to me, such as uh, Eli in the last example, then we'll be looking at how he's screwing up the relationship. If it's a woman, we'll be looking at what she's doing to uh, perpetuate the yeah. problem. But we want to be balanced here be because the idea that men or women are primarily to blame for relationship problems is just total baloney. Men and women equally struggle with, with these things. And, and also, it's important to have our own biases uh, point pointed out. It's some, sometimes kind of painful to, yeah. to, to see that we're leaning in this direction or, 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 or that direction, but we want to serve all human beings and show respect for all human beings, and especially women. We, we want to show tremendous respect because the world, in my opinion, has this horrible, as, she, as Jolie points out, chauvinistic thing. All over the world, men are uh, thinking that they own women, that they're better than women, that they, they, they can abuse women, and it's, 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 it's horrible. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you there. Uh, and I'm glad that uh, there's a lot of, um, um, you know, uprisings now that trying, are trying to change this. Can I give one more example of that? Uh, sure. I, I was... I don't know if I did this on a previous podcast. As I say, the more elderly and demented I get, the more forgetful I get, and I'm presenting all over the place. Yes, twice you have a every better week. memory than I do. So, yeah. uh. well, thanks for thanks for that. But I was presenting in San Antonio, Texas, uh, an intensive workshop. Yeah, and uh, 
this woman seemed to be a big fan, and uh, I don't know what I was working on, but she was from from Mexico. She was American, but had uh, her roots and her, her origins in, in Mexico. And then I had people write questions that I would answer after the breaks. They'd hand them to me during the yeah. break. And then I got this one in the break, and that very woman who had said that, uh, you know, was so enthusiastic, mm -hmm. said, I was so enthusiastic about, about you, but then when you were speaking, I saw that you're really anti-Mexican or, or, you know, mm -hmm. type of something, something like I, that. I, I knew that about you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something like that. And it was, it was pretty, pretty stinging. And she said she was the head of some organization to improve, you know, relationships, cross-cultural. Yeah. And, and I felt really uh, deflated. In fact, it was a workshop on the five secrets of effective communication. Okay. And so I showed <laughs> and panic to one of the other people. I said, oh my gosh, I got this horrible comment. What, 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 should, what should I do? I don't know what to do. Person <laughs> like said, use the five secrets? Yeah, 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 use the five secrets. Use the disarming technique. Just exactly like you've been teaching. Yeah. So I said, oh yeah, there's a good idea. So I read it out loud and I said, I'm so shocked to hear this. And I didn't even realize I was projecting some you know, anti-Mexican bias, anti-immigrant bias. So you didn't bias. agree with it? Uh, no, I agree. Because I, 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 I didn't realize. <laughs> well, I didn't realize I did that, but you're yeah. you're absolutely right, and it's painful to 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 have the, the, these things pointed out, and and so instead of defending myself, I just have to plead guilty as accused, and thank you for pointing that out, and I'm sure you're kind of pissed off at me, and for good reason, and I think we've all got to work together to defeat these 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 biases. So, did did you find? Uh, uh, reasons where that person was uh, correct? I couldn't remember. I can't remember yeah. now because it was it was years ago. But then uh, I got a note from her after at the next break, yeah. and she said, "This is the most fantastic workshop I've ever been right. to." <laughs> so, but it but again, you know, the, the the problem isn't that we're that we screw up, but that mm -hmm. we're ashamed and that we cover up and that we don't listen when when people criticize us. Mm -hmm. So anyway, there's my comment to you, Jolie. My hat's off to you. You keep listening, and anytime you see David or Fabrice, yeah, no, no, you, you, here too, you, yeah. you let us know. Yeah. Uh, so this one here is from uh, Tamara, and uh, Tamara says, uh, "I enjoyed this series. However, for you personally, uh, could you address this on a higher relating scale?" Uh, I suppose for myself this is somewhat of a low emoting and relating skill. I know you're trying to demonstrate in basics and possibly a different podcast in the future for more evolved individuals would be really helpful. You're the master of this. I'm wondering if it is possible to address both audiences. Just a thought. Yes, I totally I gave you 200% agreement. Uh, the, the first five podcasts were just attempted to be a very rudimentary humble introduction to the five secrets. And uh, there's a number of ways we can address what you said, but you'd, you want us to see how it works in action with really fine-tuning and sophisticated fee feedback so you can really be using <clears throat> the five secrets in an elegant way. And, and I mentioned early, earlier that we're going to tr try to set up a live session with some yeah. of the relationship problems so that you can see how the treatment actually works. The second thing is that, you know, on my Sunday hikes, we're starting some new, uh, testing with some new recording equipment. And some of the folks have indicated a willingness to let their 
personal work on the Sunday hikes be broadcast on, on a pop podcast. So a second thing that, that I'm going to try to do is, is find a way to bring some of that material to, to you so that you can see really the fine points of, see the five secrets. That, that's like listening to a beautiful music by a top orchestra or, or something like, something like that. And, and so I absolutely would love to, to, to do exactly what you're asking for to, tomorrow, and we'll we'll attempt to uh, attempt to do that because we're we're not clearly not done with the five secrets yet. Yeah. We're just yes, yeah, like we're scratching the surface. Really. Yeah. No. Um, next here is uh, from Rajesh. I might mention that we get lots of great questions from Rajesh, and I often answer them. He'll make a comment to, on one of our podcasts or one of yeah. the blogs, and then I'll answer them uh, typically right there. So they appear, the question, the answer appears on, on the website. But Rajesh is, uh, uh, asks really, really great questions. All these questions are good, but Rajesh is uh, consistent in, in following our yeah. work. And yeah, I think I, I recommend that people uh, go to the show notes on feelinggood, feelinggood.com to see the discussions about each of the podcasts. Uh, those two can be very enlightening. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so Rajesh says, the five secrets are very good. I have tried them many times, but unfortunately did not have the motivation to continue, either because it didn't appear to me that I was being natural, or maybe it was not practical for me to continue. One such example was a few years back, while I was having a conversation with a demanding friend who, of course, had pointed out some faults in my behavior. And she was quite upset, and I said I understand how she felt. But that backfired, and she compared my action to some person who always agrees to what others say. Negative context. My question is, is it wise enough to speak up while someone is angry and usually in blaming mode? Everything you say or do, even with genuine intentions, might backfire due to their emotive behaving, thinking distortion. Uh, what is the right time to speak? Also, some of the things they say and do in distorted mode are not true at all, but they manage to push your buttons, and you may fail to give that genuine kind of empathy, uh, or don't see any truth in what they said. They may even attack your esteem and unconsciously expect some response that you might not give and further frustrate them. Well, again, uh, that's a, just a super terrific question. Um, the, uh, if you, and again, the answer is that if you don't use the five secrets in a, in a skillful way, they're, they're, they're going to backfire. They're extremely powerful but ha have to be done in, in a genuine manner. So when you, when, when you had a demanding friend and you said, I understand how you feel, yeah. that's actually one of the errors yeah. uh, in, in, in the five secrets, kind of formulaic uh, empathy as opposed to, to finding genuine truth in, in what they're saying and sharing your feelings, acknowledging theirs, uh, stroking, showing, showing some warmth and, and, and caring, uh, and, and most importantly, seeing the, the, the truth and, and, and what they're, 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 they're saying to you. So that's the general uh, question. Two, two other specific answers is, again, if you can write down exactly what the other person said, and then what you said next. And if you can't remember, to, you just kind of make something up. They say they said something like this. Yeah. Put it down verbatim yeah. by just your best guess. And then exactly what what you said next. 
and then we'll be able to show you exactly why your tech your response wasn't effective and then we can also role play it yeah. here live and and show you how to respond more effectively one other uh, important uh, theoretical thing that you said which has fascinated me really I would have to say for decades Rajesh is 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 that um, cognitive individual therapy that that's kind of the approach that I've helped to develop and popularize through my book feeling good for individual mood problems like depression and anxiety is all about how we fool ourselves with these ten distortions that you re referred to all or nothing thinking blame self-blame uh, should statements, emotional reasoning, labeling, overgeneralization, mind, mind reading, all of that kind of stuff. And that when you challenge your own distortions and, and see that your negative thoughts aren't true, you'll, you'll experience joy. Depression and anxiety are the world's oldest cons, and that's the whole basis of my book, Feeling Good. It's the whole basis of, of cognitive therapy, which really yeah. dates back you know, a couple thousand years or, or more, and, and it's just, it's an amazingly powerful technology. However, and this is a big however, right. when when you interact with other people and, and yeah. they're angry with you, they'll be hitting you yeah. with those same cognitive distortions. They'll yeah. be saying, oh, you shouldn't feel that way, and you're a bum, and you're wrong, and it's all your fault. Yeah. Uh, so they're hitting you with the uh, blame, should statements, all or nothing thinking, uh, la labeling, all the all exact same ten distortions. But any attempt to correct those distortions will only make the fire escalate. It's like That's throwing right. gas on a on yeah. a fire. So those fantastic techniques that are so great to help us with our own mood problems will actually make relationship problems worse. And the the solution to Mood problems like depression and relationship problems where people are angry with each other, it's like matter and antimatter. And every principle that's true in cognitive therapy is false in interpersonal therapy. Actually, I can see one that applies to both. Can you think of what technique I'm thinking well, about? Well, the disarming technique and the acceptance paradox. The acceptance paradox, exactly, yeah, yes. That's the kind of bridge between these yeah. two these two universes. That that was a cool point, and we, we won't bring that to life mm -hmm. further now in mm -hmm. the interest of time. But anyway, that's why I say Rajesh always asks the coolest questions. Yeah. And so thank you for that one, uh, Rajesh. Oh. And, and send us... Uh, some more more examples of conflicts you've had, and what the other person said, and what you said next, and then we'll, then this will become a real tutorial training type of thing that we're doing online, rather than just ask, answering questions in a general kind of yeah. way. Now, might you want to say why saying a, a formulaic thing like "I understand how you feel" would be an error in the Five Secrets? Well. Um, I'm going to ask my brilliant colleagues. I knew you were going to say that. that. We'll work on it to, to, <laughs> together. Together, but but no, it's a good, it's a it's a good point. I'll give, I'll say something, and you can add add to it. it it's because it's it's in the first place, it's just formulaic. Right. You you can just say, oh, it's I like saying I'm sorry. Yeah, know? yeah. It's like saying I'm sorry. Oh, I understand how you feel, and the other person's probably angry and ticked off. And you're not acknowledging any of their emotions. There's no thought empathy. You didn't repeat their words. Right. There's no disarming. You're not seeing the truth in what, what they're saying. There's no I feel statements because you're not sharing your feelings. Yeah. Like, Understanding I, is not a feeling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I got in a little conflict with my 
wife the other day, uh, it's not common, but you know, like all couples, we, we, we quibble a little bit. And I had, she had walked into the kitchen and I had turned on the tennis. I was just making lunch and the yeah. TV was on and yeah. it was the news. And I know she kind of is irritated by the news these days as I am. Sure. And, and so I knew she loved the, 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 uh, this big tournament that's going on in Australia, so I turned on the the tennis. Yeah, uh, and just as she was walking in the room, I changed the channel, and 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 I and I was t- tired of the news too. I said, "Oh, I just turned on the tennis for, for you," uh, and then she said, "Oh, I've already seen that t- type of thing," mm-hmm. and I said, "I'm just feeling kind of hurt and put down right now." Uh, and, and then, and then she really softened and and, and opened opened up. But mm-hmm. it was like sharing sharing my feelings openly. But in the old days, I would have argued with her. Yeah, to, so. you know, say, "Oh well, I put this on for you, and you should be grateful." Right, exactly. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Something something yeah. like like that. Yeah. But uh, these these five secrets, although they're very simple and basic, they're very very chal- challenging. Anyway, that, that 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 was my answer. Was it good enough? Well, why well, I think formula I, doesn't work. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get that. I think that you know this expanded a little bit uh, farther, but that's all for the richness of uh, of the of the podcast. Yeah. So I think we have time for at least one more. Um, this is from Jonathan, who said, uh, and this is kind of a long one where he actually gives specific examples. So we're gonna. And go there's to, another male. Go to town with this, and it's a male. Yes. <laughs> Um, I hope that I'm reaching out to you in a way that you are able to answer a question that I have. Okay. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the site, nor am I familiar with how to contact you. Okay, but I could have skipped this. Uh, anyway, I have a question regarding the A and EAR for assertiveness. How is it possible to know when it is a good time to let the person know they are doing something you do not like or even hurting you verbally? For example... A friend of mine is sometimes very judgmental towards me and tends to go to, to do things such as ignoring my feelings or blaming me. Sometimes they would say, man, you're so damn cheap. And my response was, yeah, I mean, sometimes I do get a little cheap and it's annoying for you, as I can tell, but I'm honestly feeling upset and annoyed when I'm judged by you like that. To be quite honest, I really don't like when you say stuff like that. And so um, Jonathan says, isn't my response still judgmental? As Fabrice said, uh, any I feel that is followed by the word like or that is seen as a judgment and will be responded with defensively. Or they will sometimes just ignore my phone calls or text messages and I will say, I really feel ignored and annoyed when you don't answer me or respond to me. Again, isn't my response a judgment uh, or judgmental way of going about it? Okay, well, this is what we're looking for. What did the other person say, and what did you say next? And, and uh, yeah, uh, and so uh, uh, so let's zero in right here on your response. Um, here, the first first one you said uh, was, uh, "I can." Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, sometimes I do get a little cheap, and it's annoying for you, as I can tell. But I'm honestly feeling upset and annoyed when I'm judged by you like that. To be quite honest, I really don't like when you say stuff like that. 
So this this is a great uh, first step. Yeah. Uh, and and I really applaud you, uh, Jonathan, for trying trying to respond more effectively. And I would I would, I would give you kind I would of say ninety nine percent of people don't even have that level of skills. <laughs> exactly. And I would give you kind of a, a B or a B minus on on this because it's definitely moving in the right direction. You're doing some things right, but there are some ways we could improve it a, a, a great deal. Um, t toward the end, when you say, I really don't like it when you say stuff like that, yeah. the, the, the problem here is you're punishing the other person uh, for opening up to you, and you're kind of telling them, don't talk to me like that. Don't, don't tell me how you feel, and that will tend to shut the other person down. Uh, Do you mind if we spend a little bit of time on, on this particular piece? Um, yeah, sure. Because he is express. It's, it's a form of I feel. Yeah. So how how is that incorrect? Um, well, um, I guess a better question is how can we tune it up to improve? Okay. It? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how would change keep and, the meaning but change that in a way that is well received? Yeah. Uh, the um, we, you, you want to maybe sh share your feelings uh, and, 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 and use some stroking and also acknowledge the, the other person's uh, feelings. Yeah. Uh, those three pieces are, are kind of missing here. So we could be saying something like, you know, just to redo your, your response, you know, you're right. Sometimes I I do get a little cheap and, and, and I can see that that's, it seems like that's pretty, pretty annoying f for you. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm feeling kind of hurt and judged a little bit right now, but I know there's a lot of truth in, in what in what you're you're saying, and uh, it's particularly painful for me because uh, you're a friend and I value value our relationship uh, tremendously, and as hard as it is. Uh, you know, to hear what you're saying, maybe this we can talk about it and deepen our relationship. Can you tell me more uh, about how my cheapness is coming across to you? Maybe it, it looks like I'm. It's all about me, and that I haven't been generous with you and and, and treated you like a friend. Uh, can can you can you tell me more more about about that? I, I really want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So it sounds like the the way you 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 rephrase what he said at the end of his response was I'm I'm feeling a little bit hurt right now, and without necessarily you know accusing the other person or censoring them, attempting to yeah you know, tell yeah. them to don't say that anymore. Yeah. So what you added uh, that's not present in Jonathan's response is that first you did a lot of stroking. Um, yeah. You know by saying that you know you. You value him as a friend, um, but also you invited more. Yes, because right. when when you say I don't like when you say things like that, it kind of shuts the the discussion. Exactly. But instead, you you did an invitation. I, I want to hear more. I I'm so so um, sorry that this is this is coming in between us. But please tell me more because I, I really want this to help us bridge the gap rather than, you know, create a separation. Yeah, that, I give that an A there, too. That, that, that sounds excellent. And, and you said that, uh, he needs, that Jonathan could benefit by including stroking, because even in the heat of battle, we, we need to know that, that we're liked by the other person, yeah. even when we're ticked off at each yeah. other. 
Uh, and you said to add inquiry, and inquiry could be the last technique. Tell me more about that. I want to know how you're feeling. How have I been coming across? What other things have I done or said that have ticked you off? Uh, the, and then again, the uh, I feel can be can be modified, as you pointed out. To just I'm, I'm feeling c- c- kind of hurt and put put down right now. But then instead of defending yourself, then you add disarming. But I know there's truth in what you have to say. Yeah. And and I you know I do get a little cheap sometimes, and I, I guess that's that's can be irritating. I haven't been thinking about that. T- tell me about it. So. Yeah. Also, this kind of exchange that we just had, uh, this is more like what we do in sessions or on the Sunday hikes, and then we would be doing role reversals back and forth. Yeah. Because when we model it, then typically Jonathan, if he were here, he would say, oh, that's that's great. I like what you and uh, Fabrice are, or the way you're doing it. Then I'd say, let's do a role reversal right. now. You, you try it now, yeah. And, and see if you can do it. Mm-hmm. And then I would become your friend and, and just say, man, you're... you're you're so damn cheap, and then yeah. let the other person try it, and then you you probably improve, but still not get an A. And you should ex- expect to do role reversals back and forth, maybe five or ten times on a specific example like this b- before you get up to the A. And then once you've got an A in a role play, then you can tr- try it with your 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 actual friend, and that's how you learn the five yeah. secrets. That was fantastic because we, we really had the word-for-word word response that he gave, and that really allowed us to to uh, develop on, on this. So I, I really encourage our listeners to do the same when they want a, a good answer from, from us about how to implement the five secrets. Now, I have one last um, complaint here. Uh, uh, are you complaining? Yeah, we've had four examples of people today with relationship problems, Yeah, and three-quarters of them were men. So ah. we've got to balance it we, up we, next we time. Need, we're, we need we're, more women. We're all showing it's the man's in the, in the wrong. <laughs> okay. okay. So anyway, thanks. Again, welcome back, Fabrice. Thank all of you for your f- fabulous uh, support of, of, of our efforts. It means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to Fabrice, too. Yeah, so keep sending your questions. Uh, give us specifics as opposed to uh, general questions. And uh, please tell your friends. Um, don't forget to leave reviews on iTunes and all that good stuff. See you Bye-bye. next week. This has been another episode of the Feeling Good Podcast. For more information, visit Dr. Burns's website at feelinggood.com, where you will find the show notes for this podcast under the blog page and where you can leave your comments and questions. The website has an abundance of resources for therapists as well as non-therapists, including books, workshops, a list of online training groups around the world, and much more. Theme music is Gypsy Jazz in Paris, 1935, composed and performed by Brett Van Donzel. I am your host, Fabrice Nye, and I invite you to join us next time for another episode of the Feeling Good Podcast. Thank you.